latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know Badass John, Master John, Lord Bella, Johnny Hopkins! Yay! Me! Yeah! Okay. (laughs) That's the last party. So we have a party coming up. Yes. In the last party, we met a guy that listens to the podcast. Didn't even say he listened to the podcast. He just came up to me. He's like, you Master John? I'm like, yeah. God, I hope I hear you say yay me sometime tonight. I'm like, oh "Oh my God. Yes, I remember. (laughs) While you were doing the fire show, okay, he's sitting behind me and he was like, oh God, I want him to say it again. I want him to say it again. (laughs) I did too. I said it two or three times. (laughs) (laughs) Because it made him happy. It did. That's fucking awesome. I love it. Yeah, this is probably the most action he got the whole night. You know, he was a good-looking chap. Yeah. You know, not a bad-looking guy. He was just enthralled with me. (laughs) (laughs) He liked me too, John. Okay, okay. (laughs) Nice guy. Because John don't do that. So if he was looking to get with John, that wasn't happening. I bet he wanted you to put his, uh, put your dick in his mouth. Yeah, yeah, me, woo, yeah. (laughs) Tick it in your ass, too. Oh, he's probably listening. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Let's give him he's something like, for the spec Those bank. motherfuckers. Now, you, now you're going to say it again at the next party. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Well, that was fun. Thanks for listening. And make sure to make all your fatty... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we just started. Okay, okay. Okay. So... We are going to talk still about the list of 45... Strange fetishes. Well, not totally strange. No, they're good. Just like taboos. Kinky. Kinky. We're going to get kinky. Remember, and it said at the very beginning, what's the difference between a kink and a fetish? Fetish is something that you you feel is required. (laughs) You can't get off without it. Where kink is just some fun shit you like to do. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we mix it up sometimes. Exactly. You know, it's my birthday. What did I want for my birthday? I wanted to be kinky all weekend. You all know what weekend. happened? I had some kinky shit all weekend. It I was great. Did. It's great. You look like you're 12 years old saying that. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was great. It was. Yeah. I like it kinky. <laughs> I like some kinky shit. So let's talk about some kinky shit. And I still love it when Mr. Griswold said to you, John, you're a good boy. You're a good boy. You're a good boy, aren't you? You, you are. You're a good boy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Okay. Was, we had a good birthday party. That was a wonderful time. We're going to have another one this weekend. Fuck yes. So that was our private birthday party. This is our yeah. birthday bash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. going to have bitches creaming in their boots. You ready? Then you'd be creaming on me. <laughs> <laughs> Ask your partner about that first. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. All right. She doesn't like it unless they're cute. <laughs> yeah. 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 I get it. Uh, yeah. You got to have some I appreciate attraction that. there. You know, I appreciate she picks yeah. out the cute ones for me. Absolutely. It makes me happy. <laughs> If you're going to get kinky, you got to do it with somebody you want to get kinky with. Very much so. There's going to be a lot of kinky bitches at this party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ladies, if you're coming, 
Don't make wear any sure, panties. Yeah, if you're coming, make sure you do it close to me so I can see. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to do this now? Let's do it. You ready? Let's go. You going to start with this one? You should probably do this one. Fuck yeah, I'm going to do this one. I know you are. Number 16, foot fetish. Foot fetish means you're sexually aroused by feet, also referred to as a foot partialism. People with this foot fetish may be attracted to seeing feet in certain footwear, such as high heels. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Bottom line, I have seen men who have loved feet so much that they care more about the feet than the woman. Yep. You know? And so, good for them. You know? You know, some some guys like tits. Some guys like ass. That's some right. guys like feet. I like feet. I think feet can be erotic as long as they're clean and pretty. And, you know, one of my foot guys, you know, dear friend of mine, known for a very long time, he, he likes ugly feet. And he doesn't think they're ugly. But to me, they look like bear paws. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, when we talk about foot fetish and... and we're mostly talking about men. I've never yeah. heard of a woman with a foot fetish before. You know, I'm I sure know, there are. I know someone who who is like a service sub. She loves feet. You know, like I said, I like feet. You know. Yeah, but do they make you cream yourself thinking about them? No, no. So guys get off thinking about feet. They do. They get off on yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I don't mind sucking, you know, a toe. Right. You know, we were at a part. We were here to party, in fact. And I was showing the foot fetish guy. He was too shy to approach this one woman who had these cute little tiny feet. And I'm like, let me show you what I can do with her foot. And man, I shoved her foot in my mouth and he about freaking shot his load in his pants. Like, <laughs> it was crazy. Yes. So, continue reading. It says, in certain cases, a person may appreciate the feet more than the person they're attached to. Just, just like, like you said. said. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, good deal. Yeah, right? All right. Number 17. This is why... You get the fun ones. No, I was letting you do the foot fetish because if you read what this is, it's not fun. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Formicophilia. Considered by some to be a subset of zoophilia, which is bestiality. Sexy. Yeah. It involves arousal, depending upon small insects or creatures crawling on the body, especially the genital area, sometimes biting or stinging in the process. So things like ants, cockroaches, snails, bees, worms, snakes, things like that. Not like a dog where people actually have actual sex with it, or a horse, or a chicken. Because <laughs> we, we, we have. This is more creepy crawly things. Let's put some crickets on your cock and let's you see know how you what? like it. Put some chocolate covered crickets on my cock. There you go. And we get these kinky girls at the party to eat them off. There we go. Now yeah. we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Make anything kinky. Very much so. Okay. Okay. Do it. Do you like number 18? I, I don't like doing number 18. I like <laughs> causing number 18. <laughs> you do like causing. Okay. Gagging. But not the throat, not the vomit we talked about yesterday. No, the gagging. No. Sexual kinks like gagging can fall under the umbrella of dominant submission play. It's a vehicle for increasing the helplessness of a sub by making them drool. Unable to speak and 
being humiliated. Not for everyone, though. No. I happen everybody. to know a girl who loves to get gagged. Yeah. She's not humiliated by it at no. all. No, and she don't have to be submissive or doing it either. No, she turns her on. Yeah. It says, she says it makes her feel more feminine. Hey, so, more power to You know her. what? So, I let her do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Happily. Approaching a partner with the desire to explore kink to get... Well, you know, I'm going to stop this. So, gagging in general... You know, so <laughs> I don't have a dick, so you can tell us. <laughs> okay, you have, you have strap-ons, and you make guys shag sure, on that. Sure, but yeah. I don't feel it myself. But do you? Is your? I guess their throat opens up more when they gag. Um, it depends. So, if they're gagging because you're getting it that deep, mm-hmm. then yes, it pushes past a certain place and it gets a little bit tighter, and mm-hmm. it does feel different. But a lot of times they're just gagging because you hit that dangly thing in the back of their throat. Yeah. And it doesn't really feel different. It just gotcha. psychologically it makes you think that you have a big dick. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh, my God. My dick was big enough to make her gag. Okay. And to me, I had this conversation with my partner this week. To me, if you make it seem like my, I have a big dick. Sure. You know, that's a confidence boost and it makes me harder. It makes my dick bigger. Okay. So, gagging helps with that. <laughs> <laughs> so it says, approaching a partner with the desire to explore king together should be clear, respectful, and with a sense of curiosity instead of demands. Oh, my, you know, that is so important. You know, that's legit so important. Yeah. You know, I had this guy that I've known in the lifestyle. And I, you know, he randomly messages me on Fat Life and we, we had a brief conversation. And so the other morning, you know, he messages me. And I'm like, oh, good morning. Hey, how are you doing? He's like, can you find me another wife? And I was like, what the fuck? Find you another wife? Yeah, you know why? Because he's bisexual. She's not interested in that. He has a little desire for suspication. She's not interested in that. Okay. He wants a suck dick. She's not interested in that. You know, it's like... But so, he's still married to her. He's still married to her. Can't find her another wife. You're yeah, already married. I know. <laughs> and he's newly married. Like, he's only been married five years. Sounds but, like something they should have talked about before they got married. You think? Yeah. That's annoying to me. So, the point of it is... Instead of, to me, he, he's been very demanding with his wife about it. And, yeah, you know? that's the wrong approach. That is the wrong approach, exactly. If you want to talk to you, okay. Tell us, We've John. talked about this so many times. Yes, tell us. Have the conversation with your partner. Don't demand it from your partner. Yeah. Because the first thing that happens when you start to make demands is they shut down and the conversation's over. It doesn't matter how much you say or how much you don't say, the conversation's over. If you make it interesting to them, when you if you spark a curiosity in them and you go slow and you do something a little kinky you can build off of that and you can have those conversations and you can explore together but if you're just going to say well you're just going to suck my cock until you gag and throw up on it the answer is no but if you take it slowly and she finds out oh I gagged on your cock and I kind of liked it she'd probably do it again right Oh, man. There's lots of things I didn't know I liked until it happened. Mm-hmm. But if you would have asked me if you could do it, the answer would have been a hard no. No, you can't slap me in the face. But the answer now is, fuck yeah. No, I don't want you to choke me until I pass out. Yes, I fucking do. Right. I just didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> Fun times. Right. <laughs> 
So tell us about number 19, John. Impact play. This is a good one. This is one you can start out slowly and have a conversation and find out, hey, I do like to get hit with things. <laughs> <laughs> So, impact play encompasses a wide variety of activities, including spanking, flogging, paddling, and even whipping. So, it's not just about flogging. Exploring different bodily sensations introduced through impact can be exciting. An impact can lead to an emotional catharsis or physical relief of tension in the body. So, you know, start out slow. Make it a, make it a massage session with the flogger. You're not going to go in there and just hit, start hitting them with whips the first time you do it. Um, there are mental benefits too. Learning one's body, how one's body responds to impact can foster a sense of pride or accomplishment. People who enjoy receiving impact often develop a strong preference between stingy and thuddy impact. A whip, for example, delivers more of a stinging sensation where a heavy flogger delivers more of a thud. So explore your body, explore with your partner. And you know, like anything else, it takes a lot of practice to be able to become good at it. And it takes a lot of practice to be able to enjoy it. Nobody really enjoys it as much the first time as they do after they've done it for a while with an experienced partner. Absolutely. Yeah. And we do a lot of impact play. Do a ton of impact play. We People do. love it. We do. You know, I like it. But it took me time to like it. It took me time to open up to it. And took my partner time to learn how to do it the way I like it, you know, and she loves it. And a lot of times I'll let her flog my chest and stare in her eyes and, <coughs> and dare her to make me flinch. Like, wow. hit me harder. Hit me fucking harder. And she loves it. I love it. It's great. Wow. That is but fun. that took time. Yeah. You know that. You, yeah. You've been with me on my journey. That took time. Absolutely. All right. So number 20, catoptrophilia. What do you think? Something like that. Something like that. Catatonic, no, no. <laughs> Catatronophilia, yeah. Okay. A fascination with mirrors. We have never talked about that. No. But wow. we know people who like to look at themselves in the oh mirror, don't God, we? Oh, my God, we do. We do. Uh, or more specifically, watching yourself in sexual situations. Exactly. Yeah. So I wonder if taking pictures or filming is included on that. I would think so. We should keep reading to find out. Maybe so. People who like this kind of play may have a mirror by their bed. Yeah. Or masturbate to their own image. I've never done that. Mm. I've watched myself have sex with someone. You watch what? I've watched myself have sex with someone, but I've never masturbated to myself. (laughs) (laughs) I do me. I do me so hard. All right. Did you watch Silence of the Lambs? I made that reference. So you're like, oh, I don't think you've seen that, have you? No, I've seen it. I oh, didn't did realize you? it was a reference to Silence of the Lambs. I thought you it was... You didn't get my, you know, I thought Captain it, Saddlemeyer voice? No, I thought it was Step Brothers or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, he says, I do me. I do me so hard. <laughs> I remember that line. I just couldn't remember I where it came from. me. <laughs> All right. So in other words, essentially means this this captotronophilia essentially means you enjoy having sex in front of a mirror. Yeah. So to bring it into your bedroom, make sure you have your partner's consent and be sure to be strategic about where you place your mirror so you can watch the best glimpses of yourself. Like many kinks, this practice is often portrayed in porn, but it's said that it's important that porn isn't your only guide to a new sexual activity. 
porn is not intended to be a how-to material unless it is clearly advertised as such. There is a small but significant genre of what they call X X what X Ed X Ed. Wow. Okay. Like sex Ed, but like sex. Okay. Okay. I didn't. Okay. Got it. Explicit educational movies. <laughs> if you want to learn more, reach out to a sex therapist or read up on materials written by them. Sex Ed. Huh. Okay. Yeah, but it's X Ed. Explicit education. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Clismaphilia. Clisma. Clisma. Clismaphilia. Clismaphilia. This turn on is one experienced by people who find enemas arousing. Oh my god, I know somebody who does that. (laughs) (laughs) And he doesn't come to the dungeon. Of course you do. (laughs) Did you hear me? He does not come to the dungeon. (laughs) I heard you. Like he's married to somebody I know. (laughs) Oh no. Yes. He likes it. He does. Stick that water in my booty. You know what he needs to do? Yes. What? First of all, he needs to listen to this podcast so he hears, so he hears my pro tip. He's not supposed to know that I know. Well, he knows now because <laughs> what he needs to do is give himself a milk enema and shoot that shit out of his ass. Ooh. I'm not saying it's sexy. I'm just saying I've seen videos. Oh. Would you like the milk enema? No. You sure? I've never done it. No, I won't. Some, some poor milk. <laughs> it's come out chocolate milk. How <laughs> about do a pre-wash first? Why? Pre-wash and then a rinse. Why would I like a milk enema? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why did you stick that big, big dildo in your head? Okay, maybe one day I'll get bored enough to do a milk enema then. <laughs> All right. I do a lot of things when I'm bored. Fuck you. <laughs> Yes, you do. That's why I like kink, because yes. there's so many things you can do there's when so you're bored. <laughs> like tie your dick up. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> with tell paracord. Us. Clismophilia. That's gonna be your new nickname. Hey Clismophilia. Hey Clisma. Clisma. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um It refers to the pleasure someone experiences from relieving themselves while using an enema. So it's not the enema, it's the shitting it out. Meaning they enjoyed the pressurized feeling. For others, it's the feeling or knowledge of having their bowels cleaned. And in other cases, it's all about giving someone an enema or preparing the body for an enema. Wow. You can do this with medical play. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of medical play. All right. Lactophilia. This is right up my alley right here. It's right up your alley, John. I watch videos of this all the time. (laughs) You know, on YouTube... (laughs) You can see titties if you look you this can. up. Yeah. It's crazy. TikTok too. I saw some on TikTok. Oh Jesus. Yeah, as long as they're doing this, you can look at old boobies. Wow. Alright, so lactophilia is lactophiles are people who either want to watch a woman who's lactating or consume her breast milk. Do yeah. you like consuming breast milk? I did enjoy it very much in the dungeon that day. I bet you did. She was cute. She had nice tits and her milk was sweet. Okay, so... <laughs> it was le- great. <laughs> <laughs> so, a lactophilic relationship might involve a man and a woman who's expressing breast milk. The latter derives sexual pleasure from suckling the former and where what is referred to as a nursing relationship. And it's, um, it, what is it, the, it's, it's a short little um, initial. 
acronym. It's like a a adult ABDL. A no. <laughs> It's like A&R, adult nursing relationship, A&R. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's women that will breastfeed their child. Yeah. And then they'll breastfeed their husband. Yeah. We've seen that. For 20 years. Yeah. As long as you keep breastfeeding, they'll still keep doing it. So. Right on. <laughs> they'll still keep lactating. Okay. Oh, here we go. Latex fetish. Oh, yeah. My partner likes this. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm okay to say that one. <laughs> Latex isn't just for condoms and gloves. Whole outfits can be made from the skin-type material. For people with this fetish, latex garments are sexy. You can shine them. You can cling to the body. They make you feel like feel kind of science fiction-y to the touch. Those with a latex fetish are often turned on by the sensation of wearing latex or seeing others wear it. Um, my partner likes the sound. She likes the sound it makes when you're putting it on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We went to a demo where you can... Um, chlorinate the latex which makes it really slippery so two people could be wearing latex and slide it against each other oh wow yeah they were telling us about that that was really cool I didn't know that was a thing I did not know that was a thing you just told me something I know you're going to try that aren't you I shall not you can rub your not naked bodies against each other (laughs) that's awesome There are a few potential downsides to playing with latex. Some folks have latex allergies, so be sure to check with a partner before wearing latex to a date. Um, Read the fine print if you're planning to wear latex to a play party or some venues don't allow certain allergens in the door. Plus, all natural substance latex degrades over time. Okay. Well, they didn't tell us much about the fetish. No, it really didn't. No. You know... Well, we'll throw this in. I know that your partner and my partner both like both latex. Both love latex. Yeah, and yeah. they love latex tight, tight against their skin. It's supposed to be skin-like, and I think that's the point of wearing a latex. Yeah. She outfit. says she really likes the tightness because it makes her feel petite. It yes. squeezes on her. Yes. She really loves that. She loves the back bed with the latex. Yeah. It's erotic. Yeah. It's very erotic. And then we put the sheen on it, and it's like... Oh, yeah. And they're shiny, and you just want to touch them. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. Right? We do a lot of that. <laughs> she, she's in the back bed, and, you know, just everything's tight, and I just, just want to touch her. Yeah. It's hot. It is very hot. But especially the, with your tight little body. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. Uh, we do know. <laughs> I get to see it all the time. But um, there's PVC fetish that goes along with that. Yes. We talked about that. Leather fetish yeah. probably will show up. So, 24, to me, my partner, uh, we've talked about my BDSM list and lingerie was on there. And yeah. it was an essential part. I need, I need her to dress up. Yeah. And wear something sexy. So, to me, latex would even fall under the umbrella of lingerie yeah so something strappy or something shiny to me lingerie and latex kind of goes hand in hand yeah coexist yeah yeah so 24 lingerie tell us about it being turned on by underwear lingerie is not uncommon no it's great however where this starts to take on fetish qualities is when lingerie becomes essential to arousal you may not be able to become aroused or fully aroused without the presence of the object it certainly helps 
Yes. Some nice black stockings and a garter belt. Oh, yeah. Fuck my life. Okay. And you know, <laughs> you know that we have a wonderful little nurse, Nancy, who has a lingerie fetish as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We love you, nurse Nancy. We miss you. You just need to come. We need to do some more photos and we some do. more. Let me, let me, you know, pick you up and put you on the box. <laughs> She's so fucking adorable. <laughs> right? She is. Fun times. Fun times. I miss her. Okay. Yes. You ready? Yeah. 25. Oh, we're done? No, we're not done. We're done with lingerie? Should, yeah, we're done. What else you want to say about lingerie? That it's awesome. Okay. okay. We've established that. Most men like women in lingerie. <laughs> I know a lot of men who like wearing lingerie. I know. So we're good. I know. <laughs> Macrophilia, I already know what that is. Sexual attraction to giants or giantesses. Just oh. that's a mouth. Giantesses. Okay. Okay. Particularly arousing niches within this sexual interest include being squished against a giant's breast, being crushed by a giant, being dominated by a giant, or being physically harmed by a giant. All of which seem pretty plausible in a giant on regular size human sex scenario. Yeah. So I've seen videos of this where they'll make little cities and they'll have the regular sized woman look like a giant just stomp on people and buildings. Yes. <laughs> I even watched a porn one time where a guy was shrunk down like Remember that movie, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Yeah. So this yeah, guy got shrunk down and went inside her pussy and was clinging onto her, <laughs> her pubic hair trying to catch a ride. It was ridiculous. Got on her tit, put a, he could barely fit her, her nipple in his mouth. Just sitting on there, sucking on her nipple. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 26. Here you go. Dun, dun, dun. Necrophilia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being sexually aroused by having sexual intercourse with a corpse. It's not illegal in Mississippi. It's really not, huh? I don't know. That's what you told me. <laughs> You're probably oh, Louisiana or one of those. I'm sure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what the research there suggests <laughs> is that oftentimes people who are interested in that sexual activity have sexual adjustment difficulties. You think? They have a hard time... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. So you know how hard. <laughs> after you sent me that one TikTok video, um, this was earlier the other day. Yeah. The next couple of you know, because I flipped through a couple of them, the next one was fucking Jeffrey Dahmer, <laughs> and Jeffrey Dahmer says he had that creepy fucking voice too. God rest his soul. But still, <laughs> he was like, you know, I just wanted them to stay. I just wanted them to stay with me forever and keep them you know as long as I could even if it was just a part of them <laughs> I was like oh god <laughs> I'm so, that was one of those times where you're just fortunate you were not a gay man because <laughs> that's what he was getting right oh it's horrible so god I die I, I you die, digress yeah, digress oh you I die just, I go yeah I'm just okay they have a hard time meeting live partners, so they may be interested in the dead partially for that reason. Hmm. Wow. 
necrophiliacs might hire a sex worker to lie inert during intercourse. I've heard of that. Yeah, they've got one about that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Safely mimicking a dead body or explore the world of freezable sex toys designed to simulate the experience of sex with the dead or undead, as the case may be, since some of these products have zombie or vampire themes. That is interesting. Sex with a vampire, that's sexy. That's sexy. Yeah. Right on. But yeah, so to me, I've never understood roofies. Never gonna understand roofies. Yeah. Because to me, if you drug up the girl up and she's just laying there and not participating like she's dead, you might as well be dead, fucking a dead person. Yeah. So why the fuck would you? Why? I don't get it. They just can't psychologically adapt, you know. You have to kidnap and rape a person. Yeah. Instead of just finding someone to it have sex with. At, yeah, it all starts at childhood. But it happens all the time. It's, it happens all the time. You go to the bar and girls have to, they can't take a drink if they've gone to the bathroom or anything. Yeah. So many girls have stories of being roofied. I'm like, but why though? It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's control. You know, they like to have control. That's a lot of, you know, serial rapists. Yeah, but... Serial killers, that's what their their motivation is, to have control over someone. Yeah, but... Yeah. Might as well have sex with a doll. God, we just took a fucking dark side I'm, of this I'm, shit. I'm Jesus. serious. Like, roofies, they, that just pisses me off. I, like, it really does. What the fuck? I really touched the Seriously? Yeah. 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 I'm not... I can't get it up for somebody who's not sucking my dick and having fun. <laughs> I want to talk to them. I want to, you know, I want them to participate. You know how they would be talking? <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. As long as there's something verbal. Right. Okay. Wow. You and your dark turns, John. Jeez, I'm sorry. I have an opinion. <laughs> and it's correct. You know we need to have an episode just with, you know, serious topics pertaining to BDSM and sexuality. That's what we should do. Serious episodes? Serious. Just one serious episode. We'll see how it goes. And why so serious? Well, you know, <laughs> so you can talk about how people who roofie people piss you off. People piss me off. Yeah. <laughs> I hate everybody. <laughs> Two nylons, you pervert. Nylons are great. Yes. You put them over your face and you can rub a bank with them. Oh, my God. No, that's not what you're <laughs> oh, doing oh, it with oh, them, oh, John. Okay. No. If someone has a fetish for nylons, it means they're attracted to someone wearing nylons or putting them on themselves. The tactile part turns them on. So how does this fetish develop? Men usually report having childhood experiences where they enjoyed sitting on their mother's laps and feeling her nylons underneath her legs. For others, they felt pleasure watching someone put nylons on in a film. And sometimes, people just enjoy the feeling of putting them on and peeling them off. Yeah, it's an amazing sensation. It feels great, especially in shaved legs. I wouldn't know, but okay. Yes, they do. It feels nice. All right. All right, 28, pet play. You like the furries. I do. Pet play is a form of sexual role play in which individuals aroused by the ideas of adopting the appearance and or mannerisms of a non-human animal, such as a dog. Hmm. Furries. What about a lemur? Could it be a lemur? You could. Be From Madagascar? Absolutely. 
People may be drawn to pet play for various reasons. It's more a form of distraction and psychological escape, a way to change your headspace and be in the moment. It's about a broader interest in BDSM in which a dominant submissive elements are expressed through their uh, partial form of role play. Okay, so I have a question. Yeah. And it's, it's probably BDSM because people play with poo. Sure. So if I'm a lemur, I can sit in a tree and flick my poo at people. You sure could. That would be sexy as fuck. Oh. Would it though? No. Okay. But I could do it. Okay. And be like, don't judge me. Don't kink shame me. Oh. I'm a lemur. <laughs> well, you know, I would like to be like an orangutan <laughs> and have my... Have my enemies, if we're playing furry time, right? I'll be a furry. I'll have my enemies come up to the cage and poke fun at me, and then I take and just pull through their arm through the cage, bite it, and then rip it off. Wow. And then, you know, when I go to the judge, I can say, Look, I was, you know, identifying as a furry. <laughs> I'm an orangutan. I'm a orangutan. I could rationalize. <laughs> I was in the moment. <laughs> right. But I take a dark turn when I say roofies are bad. <laughs> no, I watched a video about an orangutan, and that's what, exactly what happened. They were, you know, these you know, passerbys were, you know, mocking him. And they got tired of their shit. They are. I fucked around and Those found out. Poor animals are in a cage where they shouldn't be. They need to be in the wild, you know? Yeah. Baboons are fun, too. They have those big purple asses. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're hardcore. Yeah, they are. You know, they, like, drop their babies, and <laughs> it's, like, fucked up. <laughs> Just thinking about shaking that booty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pervert. All right. Furries are weird. I mean, furries are awesome. <laughs> they are awesome. Furry sex is awesome. Just saying. Yeah. A lot of licking is what I hear. <laughs> it's okay, because yes. during my primal sex, I do a lot of licking, too. I bet you do. Yeah. Oh, here's one. Praise kink. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? <laughs> wow. <laughs> if you like hearing the phrase good girl or good boy, you might have a praise kink. And hey, who doesn't enjoy a good compliment, especially during sex? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You fucking her real good. She looks like good boy. <laughs> That makes my dick go the other way. <laughs> it's like, nope. From B- you know, If you want to say, good job, daddy, that might, that might work. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut up, daddy. <laughs> hey, daddy. Mm. Oh, from being told you're attractive to being praised for a good job well done, praise king can be incredibly versatile. Praise kinks are also a good example of BDSM, not always being mean or strict. Well, okay. Positive affirmations instead of humiliating or tearing them down consensually, of course. Yeah, you have to have consent before you give somebody a compliment. What the fuck are you thinking saying nice things about me? (laughs) Sometimes people who like receiving praise like to be challenged to do hard things. And then, when they are coaxed and cajoled through those hard things, be told they were very, very good for doing them. (laughs) This is silly. All right. All right. And last but not least for this evening is pregnancy. This one is exactly how it sounds. 
The starting point is usually porn. In fact, there are numerous sections on popular porn websites dedicated to the fetish of pregnancy. Sometimes simply seeing expecting mothers, particularly during childhood, is what sets things off. An older sibling watching their mother preparing to deliver their younger sibling can manifest itself into this fetish later in life. I don't like to think about it like that. No. <laughs> For some, it's the glow of pregnant women, and sometimes it's seeing a large round belly. Hmm. Heavy breasts filled with milk. Oh, lactophilia. Yep. And of course, it's the fact that having sex with a pregnant person seems taboo. Uh, also, tell you what, third trimester, well, second trimester, really, Uh they get horny as fuck. I bet they do. Pregnant girls like to fuck. I bet. I have kids, I know. You know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, that's been fun, and we have a whole other set of these for the next episode. Woohoo! Yeah! (laughs) So, until then, make all your... I want to fuck that pregnant girl fantasies become realities. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>